Hi everyone, I'm Dave Chapman and you're listening to The Science of Social Media, a weekly social media podcast from Buffer, covering all the latest stories, insights, experimentation and learnings to help you and your brand succeed online. Welcome to episode number 152. I'm Heather May Pustai. In today's episode, we're going deep into the world of chatbot marketing. Come along with us and get the lowdown on the current state of chatbots and their role in the real-time messaging apps that your customers are using every day. We'll answer your questions about best practices for a nearly human chatbot experience, as well as how to get the most value out of chatbots on Facebook Messenger, Twitter, WhatsApp, and more. We can show you the most authentic, powerful ways to make chatbot marketing work for your social media strategy today. A warm welcome to the show, everyone. Let's kick it off. to conversations about chatbots, we typically find there to be a couple different reactions. You can be fearful of chatbots thinking, what will it be like to entrust my customer service to a computer? Or perhaps you might be a little more flippant about chatbots, feeling a little bit like here comes the robot apocalypse. But know that there are marketing teams, support teams, and sales teams making serious progress with their chatbot strategies. You can have a chatbot strategy that works for your brand. Today, we'll pull back the curtain on a handful of the very best chatbot lessons from brands doing it right on Messenger, Twitter, WhatsApp, and more. But first, we should cover some basics. Basics like, what is a chatbot? And how can you get started with one? I will take the chatbot question first, because it sounds easier than the how. (laughs) A bot is simply a computer program that automates certain tasks. In the case of a chatbot, the task being automated is a one-to-one conversation with a person. It's so cool. These bots can use sophisticated technology like artificial intelligence or AI and even natural language processing. Or they can be as simple as a series of if-then statements. Alexa and Siri, for instance, these are types of chatbots. So is a Twitter DM that you might send to a Domino's pizza bot. Today's chatbots reply with text, yes, but also with audio, video, images, GIFs, you name it. Even the mediums for chatbots have grown exponentially. You've likely experienced bots in chat apps like Messenger and WhatsApp, as well as on many, many websites and landing pages with the little button in the corner asking if you need any help. So for today's episode, we're going to leave the website chatbots alone. That's a whole other level of things that we will get into in a future episode. In the meantime, feel free to check out Intercom or Drift to learn a little bit more about those types of bots if you're craving a little more information right away. Today, we're going to focus on chatbots on social media channels like Messenger and Twitter. This is where it's easy for me to get a bit boggled. How do you even get one of these going? Do you have the engineering skills to pull it off? Thankfully, no. There are a host of products and tools that allow you to build your own chatbot. No engineering background required. That's a huge relief. You can get one set up in an afternoon. Talk about a relief. I think it's so helpful that there are these fantastic tools out there that can help us really take these matters into our own hands. So a few of our favorites include OnSQL, ChatFuel, Botsify and FlowXO and Facebook Messenger has an official bot builder as well if you'd rather not venture outside of the platform. Now we've started looking at chatbots as a way to get some instant answers to buffer customers who have simple FAQ type questions. We're still looking for the perfect solution for a chatbot at Buffer, so we're especially keen to put this episode together. We ended up researching a number of different world-class chatbot experiences to learn from. Here's a list of 10 lessons for anyone about to get into chatbot marketing like us. 
Heather May, would you like to kick us off with lesson number one? I would absolutely love to. Okay, lesson number one. Research your team for the most frequently asked questions. One of the first things to consider with your bot is the content that it will contain. Let's take one of our favorite chatbot use cases as an example, a customer service bot. Absolutely. So if the aim of the bot is to help customers and deliver speedy responses, then we suggest looking at the most frequently asked questions of your brand to see what content makes sense to start with. To find these FAQs, there are a couple of great places to look. Your customer service team. They likely have a heap of questions off the top of their head that they hear from customers all day. And your social media support team, your community team or your social media manager. Whoever does the engagement on your social profiles should have a good handle of common questions that come in through admissions and DMs. Absolutely. I think it's fantastic to utilize the resources that are within your organization. So for your sales and marketing team, they will also have a pulse on the types of questions that they see as customers progress through the funnel. This could look like common sales questions that reps face, or it could be questions that your content marketers are seeking to answer. And of course, you could source questions from outside of your immediate team as well. The search suggestions at the bottom of relevant Google pages are a great place to start, as are crowdsourced communities like Quora and Reddit. If you choose to build a bot for sales, lead gen, or any other service, we highly encourage you to research common questions and customer journeys so your bot is fully prepared to be as useful as possible. Okay, let's talk about lesson number two. Build your bot its very own conversation tree. Chatbots work best when given a concrete set of questions to answer. Without a certain level of specificity and pre-planning, then it becomes infinitely harder for a chatbot to deliver a really believable experience and much less the right answer. This is why a conversation tree works so well. Yep, so picture a gigantic flowchart or a mind map. Beginning with the initial hello from the bot and its very first ask of the user, you branch off from there, building the conversation flows for every different direction the conversation may turn. We are big fans of tools like Lucid Charts and Whimsical for creating easy to read flowcharts that would suit this type of project perfectly. I'm a huge fan of flowcharts. And while we're on the topic of conversations, let's quickly mention lesson number three. Avoid fully open-ended conversations. Open-ended conversations can lead to confusion for your bot and a poor experience for the user. So if you don't have the luxury of highly advanced language processing, then open-ended questions like, how can we help you today, could go any number of directions. You're right. Okay, so it's best to illustrate this with an example, I think. One of our favorite chatbots is the one at HelloFresh in Facebook Messenger. Among the bot's first messages to the user is an offering of a menu of choices. Here are some common questions I can answer. Options include things like, how does it work? What does it cost? Are you gluten-free? Are you vegan? And my personal favorite, give me a discount. The user can choose any of these statements by tapping on them in the messenger interface. Then the bot will respond with an automated reply. This takes the guesswork out of the bot's reply since it knows exactly what to say to exactly which message it receives. We've got seven more chatbot lessons to share, but first let's take a quick music break. Welcome back. We've covered three chatbot tips so far. Let's dive into the rest, starting with number four. Let people know that a human is just a step away. 
One of the most interesting stats that we've seen about chatbots is that people aren't nearly as turned off by them as you'd think. In fact, 69% of consumers prefer communicating with chatbots versus an in-app support person. People love speedy answers to their problems. That being said, that leaves 31% of consumers who might prefer the old-fashioned way, email or social support, and this can be baked into your bot experience too. I think that's really helpful to keep in mind. Simply by letting people know as part of the bot's welcome message that a user is invited to get in touch with a human at any time can be really helpful. Absolutely. And I think when you're on the side of the supplier of the bot, it's good to know that if things go wrong, you know, you're giving people that option, that channel to take a quick escape route director to one of your team. So this leads nicely into lesson number five about crafting your bot's opening. Give your bot a voice and a warm welcome message. Just like you do with the way you write as your brand on social media, you'll want to think about the voice and tone of your chatbot as well. Perhaps this is simply a natural extension of your brand's voice and tone. And other companies choose to lean into the botness by making the voice a bit more obviously robotic. And whatever you choose is entirely up to you. Just like so many other things within social, it's great to experiment and play around with this and find the fit for you and your specific brand. One thing that we will say on that is just stay consistent with it throughout your conversation tree so that you create a really consistent experience. Absolutely. And one of the most important places to nail this voice and tone is in the opening message from your bot. We mentioned in the previous tip to be sure to let users know they can get in touch with a human at any time. And that's a great nugget to place into your bot's welcome message. Also look to include things like a catchy hello and expectation setting, letting people know they're talking with a bot and a solid first question with plenty of options to capture as many possible user journeys as you can. All right, we are ready for the final half of our chatbot tips, and these ones are going to take us much closer to marketing tactics. I'll get us started with lesson number six here. Track the effectiveness of your bot with special UTMs and discount codes. One of the biggest questions you probably will have with the chatbot is, is this thing working? And working can mean a lot of different things. If you're using chatbots to minimize your customer support volume, then that's an easy metric to check. If you're wanting to measure the effectiveness of education, marketing, or sales, then it can be invaluable to track the bot's success with measurable links and codes. HelloFresh does this with their bot, including the word bot right within their coupon codes. FreshBot25 is one that we came across when we were checking this out. Similarly, you can do this with your UTM codes for the content you link from your bot. Give it a UTM source of chatbot and you can measure the clicks and traffic that come from the bot as well as track the UTM all the way through your customer journey. You may even end up measuring return on investment from the bot, which would be incredible. And for tip number seven, replace your email newsletters with chatbot newsletters. We've talked a lot about how great a chatbot can be for incoming requests, but how about your outbound? There is a lot of room to experiment here, and one of the prime places is using your bot as a content delivery system. This is fantastic. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, it's brilliant. For instance, on Facebook Messenger, anytime someone talks to you through Messenger, they are added to your contact list. You can set up a chatbot to ask these folks to opt in to hear regular updates and announcements from you. And then voila, you've just built a subscriber list on your messenger bot. Tools like Mobile Monkey can then make it easy to send out new blog posts or quick information to this group. Some estimates say that chatbot newsletters generate a 70 to 80% engagement rate. Wow, 
That really is incredible. And to piggyback on that is going to be lesson number eight. Send simple surveys to your contacts. With the high engagement rate with bots, you also have a good chance of getting your message noticed for surveys. It can be notoriously hard when surveying folks via email or on a website or even in app to get a high volume of responses. And it's a bit easier with bots. Yeah, similar to the email newsletter tip above. With surveys, you first ask people to opt in to hear from you. Then you can message them occasionally with a short and simple survey. Many of the tools we mentioned earlier include the option for two button-based responses, which are perfectly suited for the mobile-first experiences of social media bots. For tip number nine, we've seen some really neat things with bots that are enriched with data and personalization. Check out this list of powerful chatbot superpowers. Universal Studios tells you the wait time for rides. Marriott can tell you room availability. Cheap Flights tells you the best options for your dates and your price range. And Domino's lets you order pizza. Now, if only Starbucks had a chatbot that would tell me where the closest drive through is, then we would be set. <laughs> <laughs> these are all possible because of the big data that these brands pipe into their bots. If you're not quite at this scale yet, not to worry. You can dip your toe in the water by anticipating the most common questions of your customers and doing your best to fill in the bot with details. Simple things like hours of operations, daily deals, etc. Those can all make for a really delightful experience. And if you do have a customer base who clamors for data-rich answers, then use the examples above to inspire your chatbot dreams. There's also the matter of personalization. And for this one, we'll leave it up to your best judgment. Many tools allow you to personalize the chat experience with variables like first names or locations. This toes the line between helpful and off-putting when it comes from a bot. Use discretion as to how that feels and if it seems right for your audience. And for our final tip, number 10, make sure to promote your chatbot so people know that you have one. This one might seem obvious, but it's perhaps one of the most important tips we've covered so far. Your bot will only be successful if people find it and use it. So definitely get the word out. Now this can happen organically as people visit your Facebook page and are routed to your messenger, or you can be proactive about it. A couple of our favorite ways are mentioning your bot in a list of all your customer support channels, adding a call to action on your blog or website to get in touch with you, and advertising on social for people to opt into your bot experience. This can be great for the messenger newsletters we talked about. Well, that wraps up our journey into the world of chatbots. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Science of Social Media today. And as always, we deeply appreciate your kind ratings and reviews on iTunes. There were some lovely ones left just last week. Thank you all so much. And if you would ever like to get in touch with myself or Dave, we're always here for you on social media at the hashtag Buffer Podcast. And you can also email us at any time at hello at buffer.com. We have a surprise episode dropping later this week that we're so excited to share with you. And we're back on Monday with another installment of the Science of Social Media. Have a great week, everyone.